Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Welcome to the She Slays the Day podcast with Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Direct, soulful, comedic, advice for female chiropractors' most stagnating questions. Let's talk business, marriage and relationships, momming, and self-development. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the She Slays the Day podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Um, today we got a good one for you. Um, we are, I'm having a conversation with one of my besties, Denisa Weber. She is a chiropractor down in Dallas. She owns Serving Life Chiropractic. And uh, I've known her for about four years now. And she is someone that God, I truly believe like God placed with a purpose in my life to keep my shit on track. Uh, I have joked, uh, no, not joked. I've talked about how I have like a core five women within chiropractic that I turn to depending on different scenarios. And Denisa is definitely one of those core five. Uh, She is someone that I, every time I talk to, she just delivers this message of like truth straight from heaven and it like usually zaps me in place and I'm like oh shit and I'm just like gosh how are you so good at just bringing me back to Jesus um so today's question's cool it's about incorporating faith and your spirituality into practice and uh it's awesome like you know we just have a great conversation So before we kick off, um, I I think you're going to hear us just kind of start talking. Uh, I do want to address something cool and new. So if you go to our website, sheslayspodcast.com, you will see a button that says She Slays Savings. And this is where we've started putting some of my favorite things that I use in my life and have finagled a coupon for you. Um, So one is 10% off at Sandy Spines Etsy store. So Sandy Spines are these beautiful watercolors of the musculoskeletal system. They're just absolutely gorgeous. And I love having them in my clinics. Um, And if you use promo code SheSlays, you're going to save 10% off your order and you'll also get some free stickers. They're really, really cute stickers. Why are stickers so hot right now? Stickers are making a comeback. Um, 
So anyways, yes, that. Also, you'd get 20% off there with working with Megan Sanvey. If you don't know who Megan is, you need to go back and listen to episode 10 um, of me just being a vulnerable puddle about my health and body image issues. And Megan is my health coach, and she's the one who helps just get my mind right, get my body right. She's great, and you can get 20% off your first month working with her. And then also, the last thing that we have on there is 20% off your first month with the Progressive app. Is This is an app coming from Connected and Inspired Media. It's brand spanking new. I was a part of the beta team testing this in my clinic, and it's so cool. So it's a media company for prenatal and pediatric chiropractors and it gives beautiful resources and tools that you can use to kind of save time as you grow your practice. Uh, So the way we use it is we have an app. It looks like my clinic is real fancy and has our own app design and it's got stretches for pregnant women on there, brain exercises for kids. It's really awesome. Go to our Shlise Savings uh, part of our website and you can get more information on that app there and you will save 20% by using promo code she slays. So without further ado, here is two really cool badass chicks on fire for Jesus talking about life, chiropractic and a bunch of other random stuff. Hope you enjoy. It says, okay, we are officially recording now. I just have to keep an eye on that. My worst fear is that I'm going to like go through and have like this most amazing conversation. And then it's like, oh, I forgot to hit record. (laughs) I think it's also Kirby's because there have been like our entire first podcast took us like five different times because I'm such a tech idiot that um, I'm like, He's like, did you you push the button twice? Like, you turned it on. And I'm like, I turned it on. He's like, yeah, hit the press start. I'm like, no. (laughs) And yet, here you are. Here I am. And I am. Chica, you're awesome. Oh, my glory. (laughs) I pop messness. I I did the same thing for you that I did for Christy. I got on when I interviewed her. She goes, oh, you look comfy. And I'm like, this is the point of being a podcaster. I don't have to yeah. look great. No, I have to go and do like coaches' wives meeting things after. So um, it's kickoff time. So yeah. All right. Or you'd find me in a ball cap, sister. <laughs> okay. So let's get started. So, hey, She Slayers. Um, I am so, so, so excited to have um, our guest on today, Denise Weber. Uh, when I first started this podcast, I kind of had like a dream list of my friends. Um, well, I shouldn't say dream list, like, because I knew you'd say yes. Like, my dream list is like Jenna Kutcher and like the people I'm like harassing, like, hey, Hey, you know, I only live an hour and a half from you. Um, But no, this was like the list of like my friends who I love so much, who I'm going to harass and force them to say yes, you were on it before there was even an episode one. Um, He is my Southern preacher girl. I will very likely in this episode be like, preach, preach, because that is what I do when we're just talking on the phone. Um, And I also, you got me addicted to saying y'all like two years ago. Um, I don't know if it was just you, but like, I am somebody who I will like listen to a person, even I'll do it. Like if I'm speaking to British people, 
like long enough, Kirby will like start elbowing me because I start like talking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I get called out because on my social media, I'll be like, okay, y'all. And they'll be like, I don't understand. Are you from Texas? I'm like, no. It just, it's a great word. Relatable. So I'll try and not start talking like a Texan. <laughs> Because it won't sound good. The inner Texan in you. So anyways, welcome, Denisa. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on She Slays the Day podcast. I'm obviously honored to be, you know, with you, Lauren. So. Well, I'm glad we got this question because I knew, like I said, I had you on a list of people that I'm kind of like waiting for certain subjects to come in. Um, and it's funny because... The doc who wrote in, she had a great question. I don't even remember what the first question was. I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. And then she was like, and PS, um, can you talk to me about how to incorporate like faith more into practice? And I was like, boom, there it is. I'm going to take this PS question and turn it into an episode because it was something that I literally was dealing with in January. I think I called you. Yeah. Yeah. And we had... Uh, a come to Jesus, or I was already with Jesus, but you were like, let's, let's teach you now how to walk with Jesus now that you found him. Um, and so yeah. I'll read the question. Okay. And then all episodes, you know, start with a prayer, give you a heads up. I'm going to have you pray just because um, any opportunity I can to make somebody else pray, I take. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. One of these days we'll get you praying on here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do. Every episode, I have to do it if I'm by myself. But um, they just always come out. I love out. that, though. That's, that's so, I love that. That's just channeling something higher than yourself and getting God bless this thing. Well, somebody asked once, like, and they meant it really nice. They didn't mean it like a dick. They were like, how come you, if it's about, like, how come you don't just pray before the podcast starts? And I'm like, that's a really good question. Um, I, so it really started with, uh, the reason I do it on air is because a lot of people I feel like are only exposed to really good prayers, like people who can just like Kirby's one of them. I know you're kind of one of them. Um, I said kind of, because I didn't want to like make you feel awkward. I'm like, Oh no, I have to be really good. You're really good. You can be like, Hey, can you just lead us in prayer right now? And they just do this like beautiful flowery thing. And it's easy for people to feel really intimidated by that and be like, Oh, I can't talk to Jesus like that. Um, no, I'm just going to like be over here in the corner, like, Ooh. and so I'm like, no, I want people to know, like, and that is how I, that's how I pray at night, not making it more kindergarten for you. And there have been times where I've started prayer and I'm like, oh shit, Jesus, I didn't plan what I was going to say. And I am recording right now. Um, but it just, it, it, it brings everybody on the same page. Like, I feel like it open. it's partially for me to like open my heart and not make it the Lauren show. Um, but also to kind of like prime and prep people to know Absolutely. that we're all comfortable with that. So. Absolutely. Well, guess what? The gift of prayer is that it's just your heart speaking. So it doesn't have to be like, God doesn't want you to put on a show. Right. He just wants you to be you. So Heart of a child, right? Heart of a child. <laughs> really, maybe. Right. That's why okay. I like to it. <laughs> okay. All right. all right. So I'll read the question and then. 
Okay, so the question comes from, oh, she didn't say if she wanted her name. Mm, we'll, we'll, call, we'll call her Faith. Um, okay, so what's your take on fitting your faith into your practice? As an intern, I wear my cross necklace and will happily talk Jesus if the patient brings it up. Do you have any other angles? As far as my, okay, so that was her initial thing. And then I'm like, I asked, I'm like, I literally asked on a scale of like zero to Jesus, like, wh where are you? Or no, I said like zero to Catholic. Where are you at? As far so she goes, as far as my story goes, I didn't really start following Jesus till my second semester in school when I realized there was no freaking way I could get through the program without Jesus. Mm -hmm. I have always been a believer, but didn't really think going to church was that big of a deal. I went socially in high school, but through undergrad, I never made the time to go. Once I finally gave my church a chance, my life was completely changed. I guess you could say I'm more of the Catholic side of Jesus than the spiritual. That's where I asked her. I'm, I'm like, are you like a prey in the woods or like Ash Wednesday type person? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just need to know. I, just, I love this. This is awesome. I love it. She's more of the Catholic side of Jesus than the spiritual, but definitely somewhere in the middle. I'm probably a six on the Jesus scale as I really try to live by his commands and turn to him for major decisions or any decisions really, but old habits die hard. So I am still learning. So that's, that's the question. So you wouldn't mind starting us in prayer and we can get into the meat of it. Let's do it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for this time that we get to spend with you and also together. God, I ask that you bless this time and I ask that you just lay um, your favor on the She Slays podcast and She Slays Today podcast. And I ask that you just give um, Lauren extra momentum and, um, and just energy and God, that you just show her what the next step is and that you continually are just moving the purpose through her. God, I ask that you just um, open the ears of those that are listening. And I pray that um, God, that you are glorified in our conversation. And or that people can see the realness and the grace and um, and um, the gift of your son and uh, and just his presence in our lives. God, we love you so much. And with uh, with that, in your son's name, we pray. Amen. You seriously just like pulled that out of your ass. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> One day, people. One oh, day. Oh my gosh, that is not no stop. Episode like two hundred and thirty-two. I'm gonna be like, DMO Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. No, the, the thing is, the prayer is like across the board. There's like, there's like, I need you right now, Jesus. There is like, there's that like, it's constantly continual conversation, right? I just wanted to bless this, bless our time together, but like, the prayer goes across the board. <laughs> angry prayer there's like i mean the, you name it there's all kinds of prayer out there <laughs> good so good okay all right so like i said um this is i find so i can relate to this question so much because um you know one of my spiritual advisors who like works for a church she was one of the first people i came to when i had uh like my big jesus moment Mm -hmm. And over the course of a year, she kind of referred to, and like, so I, I put this on her because I don't mean it to be patronizing and she's one of the sweetest people and would never be, but she would talk about my faith being in a stage of like infancy. And then, then like, as a couple months later, I would come to her with something, she'd be like, ah, yeah. Okay. So this is kind of like 
your childhood where you start having questions. And so I've heard this comparison of your faith journey being like, you know, going through infancy and as you start to mature and then adolescence. So when I hear this question, I relate of like, oh, she admits she's like a very like new believer. And my opinion is that this kind of comes with that of like, I'm on fire. I just want it to be in every moment. Yeah, absolutely. So when, when I came to you then in January with like, I don't know, Denisa, maybe I need to leave chiropractic. (laughs) Like, I think I might need to just go become a pastor or something like that. You had really good, you know, just, we had a great conversation on it. So uh, so what's your initial kind of thoughts to this, this question? It's a great, I mean, I feel when you come into your faith, it's so, it's such a simple, it's a simple, but huge decision. And then you're following what he's placed in your heart and how it's changed you then it's where our mind starts trying to make it complicated and making it like it's everything else. Mm-hmm. And so recognizing the fact that faith is simple and that's what constantly when you go to scripture, it's like, it's simple, like believe it's simple, rely, surrender, be, you know, it's just like constantly go to him. And then we are like, well, what do I need to do? And what do I like, what do I, what do I, what do I, and then, you know, and that's kind of the course of any of our understanding with anything, even in chiropractic, it's like, I love this thing. And then I want to go like share with the world. And then it's like, okay, but how do I do that? You know what I mean? So, um, and similar to faith, when she's talking about fitting faith into practice, you know, who you are spills out of every core of yourself. And so if, Jesus is part of your life. It's going to be coming out of you. Like people ask you where you can find your joy from. People are asking, you know, like you, when I talk to people, I, I was trying to, even when I pre-saw this question, um, fitting faith into practice, it was more like, I tell people I'm praying for them. Like I tell people that, you know, that we're thinking about them when we send flowers because like, so, you know, somebody in their family died or they're going to have surgery or, you know, somebody, you know, somebody had to have it, you know, it's like, Hey, we're praying for your recovery. Like we're here for you and just, you know, prayers. And, um, you know, and I talk about even like people who are coming into the office. Like I even talk about how, like, isn't it amazing how God made us pretty cool? Like, I mean, it's just not in a, like a breachy way, more of like, um, we've got a pretty freaking awesome creator. I mean, like, I definitely want to sign up for his anatomy and phys course when I get it. Yeah, totally. I'd be like, holy crap. (laughs) Um, But you know, it's just one of those, like, it just effortlessly just kind of comes out in little snippets. And you know, and if somebody's coming to you, you're just showing them love, like showing them love is showing them Jesus. And you're going to say, I'm showing you Jesus. I just want to let you know. Oh, you That's what we want to do when we're new of like, you see that I, okay. Like, you know, I am praising you because the, you know, it's all over of like, you know, praise him and everything you do. And I'm like, okay, so I don't really understand unless I say I am praising Jesus right now by talking to you. Like, does he know that that's what I'm doing? Do they know? Is that important that they know? No. It's yeah. Easy effortless for you how I mean we probably should have started with this of like 
what's kind of your Jesus journey? Have you always been so comfortable or? Well, I mean, I grew up in the church with my parents and, um, like just more of, I've never known life without like depending upon people within like a church family. Mm-hmm. However, you know, you go through your like rebelling against what your parents bring you up in, and then, you know, your faith has to become your own. It's no longer like you're not your parents' faith. You're like, what is my relationship with Jesus? What is my relationship with the Lord? Do I want to follow Jesus? Do I want to follow him? I went through a time where I went super esoteric and like, you know, like I'm spiritual and I'm not the same, like spiritual, you know, it is what it is, but this right. is my journey. Um, completely was just like negate that and then realized how incredibly alone and, um, and how weighted life was without Jesus in it. Um, and we, and I circled back in my faith. Um, I grew up going to like church camp. My actual like church camp counselors were the people from Duck Dynasty. Yeah, it was, a. Uh, it's so, I mean, like heavy, like, um, Christian related, um, people and great people. Um, but as I came back around in my faith, it was because of like listening to women talk about, and making, making the scripture real. Like it was like, yes, I know all the stories. Yes. I know all the things like, you know, because I've downloaded it for years, right. But how does that apply to me? And how is this real for me? And how does that relate to my daily life? And when I've like leaned into people who like uh, Carrie Trotter with becoming ministries as the coach's wife that came in, was here in Highland park for um, four years. I'm a coach's wife anyone that's on here that doesn't know that um but the she just brings scripture alive and what i really love about her is she takes things and it's like this is how it's tangible in the carpool line like i mean i'm like okay uh, now she can now she can make this real for me and it's crazy how specific god is and how intentionally is in the very small things and when you see him in the small things you not only just go to him on big time decisions, it's more of like when you look back at all the little minuscule things that led to the big thing, you're like, oh my gosh, you're in, we think God's too busy. We think he's, there's so many people you, that you, like the enemy wants to make you feel like you are not enough and you are not important enough for God to ever like care about any detail that's happening in your life. And the more that I can convince you that your details don't matter, the more in the more ineffective you will be for the kingdom. And mm-hmm. the more ineffective, ineffective for even, you know, being purposeful in people's lives or on purpose or loving people, because you will be, you'll feel as if like you're not enough and not important. And if you can see all the little minuscule things, then you recognize, oh my gosh, like he sees me. Like he sees my little things. He sees. And so then you start coming to him for like the small stuff. Like, God, if you can just make this traffic, like be seamless <laughs> today, that would be like a praise and amen. Cause then once you're calling it out and then things happen, you're like, yep. Thank yep. you. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. so, so I find it ironic because so, okay. So I'm recording this in a hotel room. And across the street from the hotel, like through the window that I'm sitting in front of, there is a huge building 
it's giant and it's called like St. Paul's Labor Center. And so I found it hilarious because, you know, this is obviously this idea of taking our faith and like implementing it into our profession is not unusual. Like, I don't know what the hell they do over at St. Paul's Labor Center, but that CEO found Jesus and was like, we're going to put St. Paul in front of Labor Center. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this is, this is a common thing that we do. And it makes sense because like, you know, wherever you are in your faith journey, however old you are, when you you know, kind of like discover this, this, uh, this thread that connects us all this like Christ love. It is, it's kind of like the thing that we're all looking for, right? Like what's the meaning of life. Mm -hmm. And then when you find this and you, it like just fills this purpose, this like meaning of your life. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then we as a society put it at like 10 a.m. on Sunday for an hour. That can be really frustrating because you're like, how do I take? Because then you're like, okay, well, I guess I, I thought chiropractic was the greatest thing in the world when I was in chiropractic school. And then I found Jesus and I'm like, oh shit, that's way cooler. Chiropractic's still really cool. And I will get into it a little later of how we picked the greatest profession. Like I would be so much harder to be the St. Paul Labor Center, like, <laughs> like uh, okay, everybody, listen, Frank, when you're dropping off the deliveries, no, like, chiropractic is so unique, mm -hmm. how easy it is to do that, but I can see why it is this thing as, like, human that want to make this more complicated of, like, but I really see so much purpose over here, how do I put it into yeah. every day, every yeah. day? You know, a great thing that I heard was, um, or read, was from a book called H3 Leadership by Brad Lomanek. Um, And I think it's like, be humble, stay hungry, always hustle. That's Kendrick Lamar, actually, who said, bitch, be humble. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay, who was the name who, yeah. H3 Leadership? Who H3 wrote it? Brad Lomanek, he was a catalyst leader. Um, but anyway, so in his book, he talks about calling versus assignment. And what you're kind of talking and discussing is more of kind of like, hey, you know, I feel this purpose and this calling. And that calling is can permeate into any assignment. But currently, you know how we were talking in January, and even what I have like up here is be where your feet are. And that's like our biggest saying in our family. And it's actually Tristan's quarterback's like um, saying for the season is be where your feet are. And it's more of like the assignment is where my feet are. But my calling can go into any lane whatsoever. So if it's like for me, I'm wanting to equip, encourage, and empower, but I can do that in any kind of assignment. And I'm not tied to my assignment, but I'm tied to my calling. And that's way more freeing. And so if my assignment is chiropractic, which it is, my feet are in the chiropractic profession, but I'm also in like coaches' wives land. And I'm also just like, depending upon where you're at, and you're just more of like, how can I do, how, where have I been called, where, you know, God's placed me, and how can I purposely and intentionally, you know, 
um, just surrender to what he wants me to be in with these groups, you know, and that's where you're wanting to be, be where your feet are. Right. So that's why we are anchored to that. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's Paul actually who wrote like in Corinthians, it's so it's, we put it on signs all over Ikea, but it's like the idea of like bloom where you're planted and, you know, in it, he goes on to write that like basically wherever you were, when you, wherever you found yourself, when you converted um, or like discovered Jesus, like that's where he wants you. Type of thing. Um, it's funny he goes on then like a big old rampage about how like if you're single like you should stay single and I'm like oh this must be really hard I'm really glad I was married when I found Jesus apparently oh. knew what marriage entailed <laughs> I'm like seriously marriage <laughs> I watched my friends go through this I don't know <laughs> um, yeah but anyway so it's it's kind of this this idea of like I feel like he anticipated what so many new believers were going to go through of like, you see this amazing, find this amazing discovery, this so, this passion, this purpose that's so deep than anything you've ever experienced. And then you're like, well, I want that. And it's like, no, 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 you need to bring that to where you are, you know, like spread. The whole purpose is to spread, not for all the believers to come just to hang out with other believers. Like, no. Like, go, get out of the church, go do and spread that. Mm -hmm. I'm reading Melinda Gates' book right now, um, Moment of Lift. It's It's a relatively new book. um, And it's about kind of, well, it's really about women's empowerment, like globally. Oh, it's so good. Uh, As a chiropractor, I am having to like face certain like uh health things like I don't know if you've heard but the gates are kind of big into vaccines (laughs) and so it's just like you know there's an entire chapter but it is really cool because it like kind of has me check my ego as like I know how things are like things are not black and white and it's like "Mm, okay maybe vaccines did save millions of people in foreign countries but okay but anyway so she I was thinking about her and she was talking about how she sat down with a group of women in India talking about sex trafficking. And like, she's just talking about the work, the work that she and the Gates Foundation has done. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And then, cause I was listening to it on the way over here knowing we were going to be recording this. And I'm just like, you know, does God need her to like save this woman from sex trafficking and then make sure you hand her a Bible? Like, and make sure it's like the King James version, like, right? Like she, you're talking about assignment and calling of like, she is doing, she's living like Christ, which is what we're supposed to be doing. Like, and, but then we put on all this complicated things of like, but then did you convert them? So like, I don't know. She saved their freaking life and like, did it through kindness and love. Yeah, and I can't remember where it's at in the scriptures. It's more of like you, you're planting the seed and you're watering the seed. Like, I think it's actually who it, it might have been Paul, where he's not trying to take credit for people's conversions because people are starting to count how many people Peter converted versus Paul. And it was all this exactly what people do, pridefully start keeping score mm-hmm. and numbers. And, and he's like, it's not about 
that. It's not about who did what and when like like he was like so and so may have like planted it, so and so may have watered it. I then the person convert like it, all these different things had to happen in order for that person to come to finally like decide that they were going to follow Jesus. And that's not my conversion. Like, and so it was just more of like them not, it's like, Hey, take that off. It's not about keeping score. It's about like just knowing and trusting. And I even spoke with this on focus. It was like, even about chiropractic is like, Hey, you know, you can plant the seed for people, but don't stop putting the expectation and the weight on your shoulders that you need to like have them understand chiropractic to the depth and level that you think that they should in order for them to get in your door. Like that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So same thing with like Jesus. We don't want to be like, I mean, take the weight off your shoulders. You just need to do like exactly. Is it loving on that person in the moment? Yes. You know, like just be there do like love on people. And if anything, Jesus always kind of circles back around. He's like, people, I love on people. Mm-hmm. I love on people. I love it's really not hard, guys. Watch. I love on people. I love on people. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. I love on people. <laughs> like it's so simple. We have to make it harder. It's exactly what you like said in the beginning of like, okay, but do I need to hand them something? Do I need to physically pray over it? It's like, oh gosh, just like just embody Christ you know it's that simple but it's one of the hardest things ever like emit kindness emit patience um mm-hmm. you know for from a more tactical standpoint uh for this doc you know if she feels like she needs to when she's setting up her practice uh have like set some guardrails like then this would be where like making sure your values your core values as a corporation are you know, embodying Christ, like, yeah. you know, things like generosity, like, do they need to give money back to the community, like set a certain percentage of profits or, you know, but like, if you need something that is like, okay, I'm making sure that I'm building this brick and mortar on a foundation, right? Nice. Christ, making sure your core values are not like profit. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, what would be anti- and it would be feel it would feel non-organic. I mean, I feel like, you know, you're in you're in the zone. Like people will be like, okay, my chiropractic business hat is on. Okay, my faith hat is on. And it's like that's not how we live. Like we are we are one. And yes, one situation may draw out a different thing, but it's like, you know, your faith hat. I don't even know what I'm gonna call that, but it's just more of like <laughs> we would definitely call it the thing the Pope wears. <laughs> It would absolutely be that. Yeah, totally. That'd be great. Uh, but it's just like admitting out of you, you know? So of course you're going to write a mission statement or of course you're going to write your vision, mission, and purpose out of a place of where your heart is. Like <clears throat> it's, you know, tactically, like mine's like something about, you know, making sure that we're expressing your God-given potential. Mm, yeah. You know, like, I didn't, wasn't like, I need to make sure that I place the word God in there. Like there was no like strategy around that it was just more of like that's what I would say you know what I mean so as long as you were like you know yes you want to be out there and living but it's like as long as you're equipping yourself like you know you need to be deepening your own understanding and going and trying to feed yourself and fill yourself with truth and life and things that are going to inspire and then things are also going to take weight off of you um and that's you know personally if I were to go into like the most freaking changing thing for me, like with Jesus and my like transformative experience has been the past year, honestly, 
And because, I mean, like as a woman, it's like we are given, we're, everyone's telling, you can do anything. You can do, you know, women can do just as much as men. Weaken okay. them, weaken them, superpower, super mom, super this, super wow. that. And I'm like, horseshit. Like, I am so done with everyone telling me I need, I can do everything because that is the most weighted thing. I already do that to myself. So I don't need the, I don't need your empowerment telling me I can do anything. Guess what? I can do anything through Christ. Yeah. That's what I can do. Oh, and she's preaching, I, guys. She's preaching. Oh, yeah. I'm getting excited. <laughs> but I can do anything through him, but I sure as hell cannot do this by myself. And I, and because of through my weakness, I am strong because I rely on something that is way more great than I am. And I cannot, like, I will not put that on myself because that is the greatest way to get myself beaten down and in a hole and in isolation and ineffective is to put that crap on my shoulders. And I will not do that to other women. I will not say those things to other women. It is not you got this, it is he's got this, period, end of story. And if that, if it's about me and if it's like, that's been my biggest thing is pride. Like I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And I wanted to do all the things and I was horrible, horrible. Like, and I was so like broken and just like exhausted and burnt out. And once I finally let go and just like allowed my hands to be in a place of receiving, guess what? I surrendered and it was like the most terrifying thing in the world. But then at the same time, it was like, why am I terrified? Like I, it must mean that I don't trust him completely. And I'm like, if he has orchestrated my life to make me arrive to where I am currently, how can I not trust that moving forward? And once I just kind of looked back and saw in the rearview mirror what all the stuff that has led to me to that day, it was just like, okay, I'm going to let go and I'm going to let God, as cliche as that sounds, but I'm going to let God do this. And once I did, it was freeing. I felt, I felt way more effective. I could see things that I couldn't see before. I felt possibility. I could feel my potential that he's placed inside me. And that is where the freedom is, is not seeing that you need to, is there something that I'm not doing? Because I can hustle like nobody's business. And I know you know this, Lauren, because you can do it the same thing too. I know you got like that power surge in you, sister. <clears throat> but it's like, yes, and I will not spin my wheels building my own life when I can literally choose, like, he's be like, oh, no, I placed that in you. Yeah, I know you can hustle, and I, yeah, I need you to hustle at certain times. At certain times. Let's just not do it all the time, and let's, 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 uh, there's a season for things, and there's, you need, it needs to be in the right place and timing, and, and once it was more, more like respecting the time and the season of stuff, instead of just like, spinning my wheels to keep up with whatever it was that was out there it was just a super huge distraction from my purpose and intention that he placed inside me and so I know that can speak to a lot of people um in that realm because we think that I'm just one social media strategy away from my my super life and, oh, and I, can I like get an amen on that it's ridiculous yeah. I'm like if God's got something going ain't nothing gonna stop it 
Can you tell me that you have to remind yourself of this though frequently? Please make me feel bad because like oh, as right. you're talking, I'm just like, oh shit, that's right. I'm doing it this week. I do, like it's like, oh no. I like call Denise every morning. Like, can you remind me, please, that I am not on social media? Because I just keep buying these like five and nine dollar like content calendar, blah blah blah. Oh, I know. Girl, the reason why I can speak to that so truthfully is because I am, I do that. Like, that's the thing. Um, No, I have to remind myself every day. And some days I'll go and with the lie, like some days I'll live the lie. And then it's like, oh, and how did I get back to here? Like, and it's more of like, instead of beating myself up again, it's more of like, surrender, just let go. Like you're realize where this is coming from. It's from you. It's not from him. And, and as long as I can be like reminding myself that that's not, that's what I put on my own shoulders. So there's definitely, when she says like, I'm stuck, you know, my old ways, I'm like, heck yeah. Like, because that neural pathway has been firing for God knows how long. <laughs> like, I've been going back to that way of life. Like, and so it's, it's, you know, again, giving yourself grace. He gives us plenty of it. Like, clearly gave us his son. I should have asked her if she knows her Enneagram type. There, um, there's something about her that makes me think she's very like quick action of like, well, I converted and now I got to do this. And like, she just like bleeds a three. Do you know what yours I'm is? three wing two, baby. You're so three. <laughs> I was going to say you're three, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a three too. What are you? I'm a three. Okay. I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah I've only had uh, one person who was like, hmm, you kind of struck me as an eight. And I was like, ooh, ouch. Eight for a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to bring, I need to find somebody if you are listening and you know the Enneagrams really well I would love to interview you on the podcast because I talk about it so much that I just have people are like what is this I'm like oh cool new person uh, now, I was introduced to it at I like actually a Christian women's business leadership thing yeah. in Colorado and I was like oh my gosh here we go with another you know if I just strengths finder this one more freaking time, I find like <laughs> any more personality profile, I'm so done. And then they were like, just again, surrender. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to control this again. And then it just gave such a huge perspective into from like the standpoint of God looking at how everyone's built to support one another and knowing like each place, like what's the, what's the intention behind each each number and how he uses those things, those shine points to help contribute to each other. Anyway. I I think she's probably a three because it just like, it just seems like from her of like, and then I do this and then it doesn't seem like enough. And then like, how do I, how, when will, what is enough for Jesus to be like, good job. Now you're doing a great job. Here's your medal. Um, Yeah. That's the freeing part of Jesus is that you don't have to like, that's, I mean, I can't swallow it that's the Catholic in your sister, you know, like, <laughs> but that's also the doer. Like we think you can't get something unless you do. And that's the gift of grace. It's a gift. You don't receive it. Like uh, you, you saying, I, I need to do my work in order to receive says I'm not receiving this gift and I'm not allowing myself to receive it. And it is a gift uh, from God that says, I give you him so you can be with me. Let go. Stop thinking you need to do X, Y, and Z to be with me. You're already here. Like, this is why he's here. And if you can just come to it and go, hey, oh my gosh, I don't deserve this, but I'm so grateful. What can I do to, you know, and it's just more like, hey, and guess what his answer is always is, 
Just spend some time with me. Just spend some time with me. I'll tell you, like, I love this scripture. Um, like, what, what, where do I put it? Oh, and Isaiah 41 was one of my, like, go-tos, like, when I was, like, about to launch. And I'll talk about that later. And it was just, like, every, it's, like, labor. Like, when all, like, like right at, toward the end, when you're about to birth this, like, beautiful being, and you're, like, I want to die. <laughs> you get in, like, all, like, all the darkness comes in and all the, like, naysay and all the things and um, thankfully my doula knew like I knew this is where I go I need you to speak life to me in this moment and it was like all the doubts and fears were coming in it's like are you qualified do you do are you this are you that you know these things Lauren like they're like just we've all had them but just more of like uh you know are you enough like all this crap that I'm like oh are you kidding me are you here again like what in the world um and then Isaiah 41 is so amazing to go to when I felt like that. And I kept reading it over and over and over again. And it's um, 41, 9, 10 says, I have chosen you. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you. That speaks to my social media craziness. For I am your God and I will strengthen, help and uphold you in my righteous hand. And that was like, I have chosen you. Do not fear. Stop looking everywhere. I'm here. It's like you grabbing your face and being like, stop, just look at me, just look at me. Like, you know, like that's how I feel like when I grab my daughter, I'm like, it's okay. Just look at mama, you know, like. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so good. Damn it. So, um, one of the, you know, stories that comes to mind of a doctor just like embodying Christ uh, without being like, let me pray over you. Uh, my, I have a dear friend, Angie Frank. She is a chiropractor in, oh. I know you know Angie. Yep. Um, and she spoke at Epic Impact last fall um, about some trauma that her family went through. Uh, long story short, her son, who I think he was about two at the time, um, got very sick. They don't really know what it was. It was a virus and he lost his hearing. Um, completely lost his hearing. Um, I mean, you know, you can only imagine this went over for about three weeks where they were unsure of like whether he had meningitis, you know, she went through all the mom guilt of like, oh my God, we can vaccinate, like, well, so anyway, so she finally finds herself at uh, Mayo in Rochester and she's being told that her son has to have double cochlear implants. And when they do that, they like cut the nerve and they're like there's a ton of information as to like why they absolutely had to do it in order to potentially save his ever ability to hear um and she's terrified and she told this story about this doctor he's like the best at what he does obviously in the world he's working at rochester mayo and he just like puts down his you know paper and he like rolls up knee to knee and oh actually he did pray he asked if he could pray and um, he was just bawling and was like, please. And it was just this gorgeous story of like, oh, you know, she told it from stage and everyone's just freaking bawling. And you're like that, that is why God called us to be doctors. And 
get, you know, like the fancy objects, a shiny object over here, like, ooh, but it would be more Christ-like if I was like, wore a robe and the hat thing, and I like prayed over people every, you know, and I had sermons, and it's like, no, God put you here as a doctor for a reason, like, do what, where, where he has you, and do what you can do here. Um, Peter Morgan, have you ever, so you know Peter Morgan. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. So he has a theory that Jesus was actually a chiropractor. Have you heard this? Yeah, I heard a little bit, but I mean, I can imagine he lays on hands. He's like, I have 31 scripture writings where it talks about Jesus. And, and, you know, I laugh, but then kind of just think about like, so to bring back what I said, we're going to, I wanted to touch on is like, so we aren't St. Paul's labor center. Like we get to do chiropractic. Yeah. And I cannot think of another profession besides being like a, I clock in and out at a physical church profession that is so easy to embody Christ. Yeah. We get to love on people like, and lots of them, like it's a blessing because you get to have a different array of people that are coming to receive help and you are also, you know, educating them on the fact of how you're equipping them with how incredibly wonderfully they're made, mm-hmm. why their body is saying what they're what it's saying and why, um, and how you can bridge the gap and you can kind of you can, you know, help them and give them hope. Like that's the message of hope. Um, and seeing their life expressed to its fullest potential which is what god purposed them to be on this planet to be that like i'm like that's chiropractic chiropractic is such a blessing in people's lives it's such a blessing to me and my family you know on both ends of the spectrum but in order to you know be able to serve people well we have to equip ourselves we have to like go to and fill our cup so that we can pour from something that's effortless or it'll feel like it is manual and feel hard to love. There are people that are hard to love. Can I get an amen on that? (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it's like, I love them because of Jesus. And I can say that, like, you know, like there's just certain people and, and, you know, just that, that, that's just the truth, but it's just like, that's the beautiful aspect of chiropractic is you get several hundreds of people who are coming in and out of your doors. And one of the biggest blessings we get, and I'm sure you get in your office is people come in and they're like, literally, this is like the happiest place that I encounter every day. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, they'll get a hug, you know, when deemed appropriate, you know, like, <laughs> you know, you're getting smiles, people ask and inquire about your life. Like, do you know people do not remember what you say they remember how you make them feel and I know we've all heard that but it's like really how are you allowing people to come in and leave what is the culture of your office if you are loving on people people will circle back like people are coming back like you you want to know the biggest strategy to make your practice grow. <laughs> love people I I know it's really hard and it comes from this thing I don't know I don't know it just comes from this like book in here but um yeah it's called loving on people people like for people to know their name people like for you know to be seen um and to care about their lives and 
know that their paper was published or know where their child was at camp or, you know, see them come back from camp or kids know that you care about them or their favorite toys out or whatever. Like, it's just, how can we make people feel special? That's the strategy. And it's also your way that you, that you're being Jesus to people. Like, it's just more of, you know, again, it's an expression that comes out of you. Moses was like, I think on the Mount, like mountain with like 10 commandments or whatever. I can't even imagine that by the way. Anyway, but <laughs> it was like, I, and Moses like, okay, by the way, like, I feel like this every time I speak, cause I'm always like, holy crap. Like I'm always scared all the time. <laughs> I don't even know why. Like I, it's just so funny speaking in general, but I'm like, oh my gosh. So Moses keeps telling, like, God's like, I'm going to use you. You're going to be a speaker. He's like, I can't. There's no way. There's no way. And they're like, God's like, you're going to speak. I'm going to give you the words. Like, I'm like, of all the people are telling people that you speak is Moses or God's telling Moses. And he's like, I can't, I won't. And he's like, fine, I will use your freaking brother. Like, <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Side note. I just think that's funny. Cause every time I go up to speak, I'm like, Oh my gosh, God, I don't <laughs> yeah anyway it's just so funny uh, but he spends time what's funny is I have the opposite thing I have to write on my hand before I speak remember to pray because I'm like all right I got this I got this and I'm like oh wait no 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 remember you don't have this Jesus has this. Oh, like, oh that's right it's not about me it's about him okay okay <laughs> I love that. I love that you got this confidence. I'm like, I need this superpower to come through and show up. You're like, I have it. Um, yeah. And so most of the time with God and he like comes away, like God like moves in front of him or something. He comes off the mountain and people are like looking at him. He's glowing. Like he's like glowing from his time, like spent with God. And it's like, if you're spending more time with God, then you're going to be actually different in a different physical state you're going to be glowing you're going to be feeling lighter people are going to be attracted to that like it's you're resonating in a different vibration we're going to talk like energy you know like that's just you're you're going to be vibrating at a different frequency I love that I never even though I've you know I went to catholic school so um I didn't know that he came down glowing but and that is it's so true it's like the kind of it's the thing we've touched on a couple times of like if you just you just embody this love. Like there is, people are kind of like magnetized to you of like, well, where, where you get all this joy, where you get all this happiness, where's, where's, cause it's not normal. Mm-hmm. It is not normal in our society. Um, okay. Weird question for you. Okay. So you've been practice how many years? That's not the Okay. So this September, this December will be my ninth year. Um, what's your gift? What's your gift? Do you know, what's your gifts of the Holy Spirit? No, I have administration. I'm like, what a lame gift. I call it a different one. Girl, I would love it. I mean, that gift is great. Fuck. Send it back. No, mine is uh, presence and communication. Okay. So I take that one too. Anyways, so prophecy is one of the gifts, which I don't have. I have a friend who does. She'll like call me and be like, so I had a dream about you. And I'm like, shit. Okay. But touching people, um, when you've been in practice, now I think that some people who maybe have like the gift of the Holy Spirit, I don't know where you find this. There's a quiz online. Google it if you don't know what we're talking about. Okay. So maybe some people who have the gift of prophecy would get this earlier in chiropractic or whatever. But 
I think laying hands on people for so many years, do you get, uh, the question is like, do you get weird prophecy stuff as you're adjusting people? Um, I get just like, I can feel, you know, where you feel like the people are hurting, mm-hmm. like not physically hurting, but where yeah. like, like emotionally they're weighted. Like you're just like, ooh, what is that? And, you know, you're just like, and allowing them to see that it shows up for themselves. Like it shows up in their physical body and I can feel that and sense that. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Like that we as chiropractors, like don't talk about enough of like, okay, for real though. And this is why medical doctors are like, you guys are crazy motherfuckers because we're like, oh no, no, no. The neck is out because of like anxiety. Like, it's not like she slept wrong. Like, I just want to be like, are you okay? Is somebody in the hospital? Mm-hmm. And 99% of the time, it, it is true, right? And we as chiropractors just walk around doing this thing. And we're like, oh, that's special, you guys. Like, mm-hmm. that is not a normal thing that you can touch someone and be like, mm, no, this is not a physical pain. This is an emotional one. Yeah. I mean, you have to be open and receptive and also to like, well, let's talk about the fact that, you know, a lot of people try to separate chiropractic from the, or their faith. They have a hard, so they, I've, I've spoken to people who are, uh, love Jesus, have a hard time talking about universal and innate intelligence. Um, yeah. Well, just more on like hearing that universal. Oh, they're Jesus followers, but not chiropractors. No, they, they are. They are. But they're having a hard time listening on stage. People have gone like universal intelligence is the innate intelligence is that. And it's like, Yes, that they're like having a hard time because they're like, well, God did that. And I'm like, God creates the universe. God created innate intelligence that gets to serve you in here. And And innate is God. Innate is God. Well, you know what this comes down to is I bet you if you continue to like probe them, um, that they may have a little bit of the issue of like, I'm God. And you're God. And that homeless person is Jesus. And like, it's, we're all, we're all like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I, it, more than likely my guess or my bet would be placed that that type of Christian chiropractor is like, no, Jesus and God are the only, like, they are separate and we are not a part of them. And it's like, no, 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 they live in us. Hello. It's all over the Bible. Like, that's I'm what it so is. Big. A place of like they wanted to glory, like it was like we're glorifying innate intelligence instead of glorifying God. Mm. And I was like, I get that, but you got to listen with your ears. Of innate intelligence is an expression that is God within the, within the body, and at least somebody's talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. and at least it's not, you know, I mean, maybe more ears are open to hear it, and it's not in a church. I mean, because I don't hear church talk about that, you know. <laughs> and you know, it's just it, they do talk about it, but it's like you're seeing a cross message that it's like, okay, and we are going to talk about what God does in this aspect and realm. And then we're going to, you know, so I think that's the gift of chiropractic is this. We're talking about something that is the blessing of what God has created. And we get to like showcase that. Like, okay. like yeah. so they're frustrated that someone's showcasing innate so much and doesn't even reference God. Yes. Oh, that is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I don't know. 
that's kind of our own that's kind of our own shit isn't it like it's kind of our own like why do you need why do you need them to right like, I've heard it enough times from like from like students that are Christ followers that have a harder time and I'm like you don't have to not embrace night intelligence and the 33 principles and all, all those are gifts like all those are good things and they do say they're giving they're showcasing what God has created within within the body you're you just need to anchor back to your own faith on this one and like you know like just accept it like it's it's, it's all good it's yeah all I think good. that it's such an easy jumping off point that it can be really frustrating oh, no. yeah. so no. you love innate you think innate is amazing where where do you think innate came from <laughs> like it is yeah. like it's yeah. so close to being like hallelujah <laughs> I know, I know. And so that's just one of those things, like that's where I bridge the gap in my practice is in that amazing how God created us. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Rob Bell writes a lot about, um, so he's a Christian, I don't know what he is. He's a pastor. Um, And he writes a lot around just kind of you're missing the point Mm -hmm. of like where we as Jesus followers, as Christians, as just humans trying to love um are missing kind of the bigger picture because we get caught up on some of those like well hold on let's go back to Moses how did was he actually carrying tablets like and it's like you're missing the point you're missing the point we just put our like little human brains yeah don't rely on your own understanding like circle back to that circle back back. that. (laughs) Yeah. Human, human. Yeah. Love. Yeah. It's all good. God's happy. It's human. simple. When you make it complicated, you have to go, hey, how can I make this more simple? Because it's really yeah. simple. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I just thought of this, um, this may be a horrible analogy, but like for those of us that are really hard receiving this gift of grace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I run half marathons. Mm-hmm. I only run a half marathon where I'll get a medal. Like most half marathons give medals to everybody mm-hmm. who signs up. Mm-hmm. And so like, I kind of care about my timing. Sometimes it's actually one of the things I like about racing is I'm not as competitive as I am elsewhere in life. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so if 30,000 people sign up for like a huge half marathon, every single one of them gets a medal at the finish line. Mm-hmm. Not just the people who like got a PR, not somebody who like didn't have to stop and were able to like run the whole time, not somebody who got first through third place. And that's kind of what like this gift of grace is like, is like, you got to sign up like, and that can look like however, whatever, you know, that's where a lot, again, we make it more complicated of like, no, it has, you have to sign up this way. Like, listen, I'll just say there's lots of different ways to sign up. Like you have to be in to participate, but you only get a medal when you die. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you PR'd and it just matters that like, when you die, Jesus is going to be there and be like, good job. You signed up. Yeah. And the difference is, is what are you like on this planet? Like what's your internal state? You can be filled with a lot more joy and freedom, you know, by fully embracing the gift or you can accept Christ in your life and still be weighted down the rest of your life and receive that gift. But what is the, what's that life expression like in the in-between? 
you know, what are you creating on this planet? What is your contribution? What are you like? I can't contribute very well if I'm weighted down. I, you know, if I have, you know, if I believe lies about myself, if I like all of those lies, none of that is what's said in the scripture. Scripture says that I am like wonderfully made and I'm chosen and I'm seen and I'm this and it's a complete antithesis of the things that I'll, I've adopted over years that I continually somehow for whatever reason go back to um, and so you can be free but still chained so but it's but it's electively chained like so it's like how can I break the chains every day is to realize that I'm already free every day like you know like I'm sorry I don't believe that I'm free um, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I want, I don't know where to, but my husband will check me. It's like, I'll say something. He's like, uh-uh, we're not talking like that. That's not what we do. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, we could just, we go, could on just go on forever. So, uh, what was the question? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I hope that, uh, I mean, I got a lot out of this. So this is one of those episodes where I'm like, I, I enjoyed this so much that, yeah. So thank you. I, you know what I would recommend for people on this is um, a book from one of my mentors. Her name is Vivian Mabuni. And she wrote a um, book that just released called Open, um, Open Hands, Willing Heart. And it's all about surrendered life. And, you know, she's got kids that are in college. And, um, but she's led, like, I mean, she's a part of crew out in California and is like just, poured into uh, women college students and their like their callings and God purposes and you know kingdom assignments and just like she's just she's gold like um her and then Carrie Trotter's ministry becoming ministries like I think just listening to those two women is just such a just a gift like it's life-giving it's not weighted down preach at you kind of junk that's not going to serve you like it's it's actually true so I would definitely want people to kind of go into those like those are two really good places tell people where they can find more about you more get more Denisa in their life so you can find me at drdenisaweber.com we just launched a new site like two weeks ago on my birthday and um you'll have freebie content <laughs> yeah first on I'm like I want my site more like Denisa's <laughs> <laughs> well it's definitely part of that but not loves when I do that, that by the way yeah yeah um but there's freebie content and I like to equip encourage and empower um you and your journey and so what you can do is you can sign up for the freebie content but I love and absolutely are dialed into communication and conversation um, as we conversed during this yep. whole podcast. But it's all about like people coming to chiropractic and we make it too complicated. And really communication is not just this big thing. It's like built upon miniature conversations that are across the table, that are at school yards, that are having coffee. And if we can just make this more simple, you can definitely be more effective in your practice. So um, I have a big uh, launch for the Conversation Lab, which is a course for building your own communication, but it's more of authentically communicating who you are, uh, which is way more complicated than, or way what people would deem as 
harder than purging a script that somebody gives you, which is not what God has called you to do. Right. <laughs> a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people write in because they feel um, really inauthentic doing that. And it's like, yeah, it's because not your voice. Not your voice. And guess what? You'll end up with a practice that doesn't look anything like what you could actually create. So we can embrace your like power words and your own back history. Like you can paint a really awesome picture for what your practice can be. So that's what the conversation lab is going to be all about. So be on the lookout for that. And also you can social, uh, follow me on social media at Southern Cairo or Southern underscore Cairo and Instagram. And on Facebook, I am just now building my business page. If you go there, maybe you'll find a video at Dr. Denise Weber. So um, I'm just real. It's all like, that's why I love Lauren is because she's real and raw and unedited, but maybe Kirby will edit. Kirby edits. <laughs> Barely though. <laughs> but this is, uh, it's just real stuff. And uh, definitely want to make sure that we honor everyone's own authentic journey. So I'm here so for you. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being on. And uh, with that, all right, She Slayers, you can see why she is so freaking amazing. And I was looking forward to having her on. Um, follow her, go to her website, find her on Instagram. I love the, I don't know what filters she uses, but I'll like send her, I'll be like, what, how are you making your pictures look so great on Instagram? I need to be more like you, damn it, Denisa. <laughs> earrings. Um, oh my gosh, I'll put that on there. Good grief, yeah, I'll put it on there. Well, All right, so until next week, she Slayers, love you so much and bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCAD because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. Don't wait.